light of day, so God in heaven, we gather here as a family and we declare your majesty, O God. We acknowledge your supremacy, O God in heaven, and we say that you are the only true king. Therefore, Lord, we ask that you will reign in our midst. Have your way in this place, O God in heaven. Even as we have gathered, O God in heaven, our gathering would not be in vain, O God. And in the name of Jesus, O God in heaven, may lives be blessed, O God. May destinies be transformed, O God. And the name of Jesus be lifted on high. Blessed be your holy name, O God in heaven. Lord, even as I minister your word this morning, I ask that you will speak through me. But Lord, let every heart be blessed. Holy Ghost, I ask that you will prepare the heart of everyone that is here this morning. The Bible says that indeed that the heart of man is the seed, is the ground where the word of God is being sown. We ask that Lord, even as we do the sowing, O God in heaven, let there be an increase in the name of Jesus. Let your name be exalted, O God. In Jesus' mighty and matchless name we have prayed. Blessed be the name of the Lord this morning. Hallelujah. Amen. Please be seated in God's awesome presence. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. We just want to say welcome everybody to church this morning. Um, we thank God that you are alive. How many of us are privileged to be alive this morning? Hallelujah. By the grace of God, this is the last Sunday in the month of October. And when you begin to reflect on the goodness of God, you can't help but give God thanks. Hallelujah. Things may not have gone the way you planned, but thank God it did not go the way the devil planned it. Hallelujah. Things may not have gone the way you planned, but thank God it did not go the way the enemy planned it. Hallelujah. The Bible said that had it not been for the Lord who was on our side. Hallelujah. God has been on our side and he deserves all the glory. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Welcome this morning to Halloween Sunday 2021. For many of us, perhaps um, you're new to the place of victory. This is a tradition of the, of the family that every October, even as the world is celebrating Halloween, for which there is nothing good about Halloween, praise God. As a church, we felt that indeed we must give people an avenue. Rather than Halloween, we must come to hallow him. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. And so today's service is slightly different. Praise God. Because usually you would not have me come here to take the word or someone else to come and preach the word. But by the grace of God, I felt that it was necessary for us to have the word of God to prepare us for what today is all about. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay. And so the title of my sermon this morning will be very brief. It's going to be very brief. Praise the Lord. And the title of my sermon this morning is Worship, the Truest Form of Honor. Hallelujah. Worship, the Truest Form of Honor. By the grace of God, in the month of October 2021, as a church, we have been looking at a series of what it means when you say honor or double honor. God has given us a word for this month, and that word was that instead of your shame, I will give you double honor. Hallelujah. 
amen praise god and so we have been looking from sunday after sunday what does it mean to honor what are god's systems for honoring his people and so this morning our bible text is taken from the book of john chapter 4 john chapter 4 and we're reading from verses 13 to 24 john chapter 4 and we're reading from verses 13 to 24 perhaps you don't have your bible by the grace of god is legibly on the pre on the projector and so you could just read with me praise god hallelujah as it is our custom can we read together one to go jesus answered and said to her whoever drinks of this water will thirst again but whoever drinks of the water that i shall give him will never thirst but the water that I give you, him, will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water that I may not thirst nor come here to draw. Jesus said to her, Go, call your husband and come here. The woman answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, You have well said, I have no husband for you have had five husbands and the one whom you now have is not your husband in that you spoke truly the woman said to him sir i perceive that you are a prophet our fathers worshipped on this mountain and you jews say in jerusalem is the place where you ought to worship jesus said to her woman believe me the hour is coming when you will neither worship on this mountain nor in Jerusalem worship the Father. You will worship what you do not know. We know what we worship for salvation is of the Jews. But the hour is coming and now is when the true worshippers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father is seeking such to worship him. God is spirit and those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. May the Lord bless the reading of his word in Jesus mighty name. Hallelujah. Praise God. You know the Bible said that all scripture is given. Praise the Lord. For what? That is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for son of righteousness, that the man of God will be thoroughly furnished and equipped for every good work. Praise the Lord. And now Jesus, having an encounter with this woman, begins to make a very interesting presentation. And in the verse 23, the Bible says that here, Jesus said, but the hour is coming and now is. In other words, if you were looking for a better time to worship, Jesus was saying that the answer is when? Now. Praise the Lord. But he did not just stop at making that statement. He went ahead and said that when true worshippers, in other words, perhaps Jesus, having observed how people have worshipped in times past, begin to establish that just as it is, there is true worship, there is also false worship. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Because he said that when the true worshippers will what? Worship the Father in spirit and in truth. And he ended saying that what? For the Father is seeking such to worship him. Praise the Lord. So perhaps in previous times you have heard of the word worship, worship, worship. Now it's time for us to reflect and ask ourselves pertinent questions. Have I truly been worshipping God? Not just the way he expects me to, but have I been worshipping him in the appropriate manner? Praise the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. 
And so to start off here, I began by saying that worship is a mystery. Praise God. That worship is one of the mysteries of the kingdom of God. Because when you look at the Bible in the book of Matthew 13 verse 11, Jesus was speaking to his disciples. And he said that indeed that what? To you it is given to know what? The mystery of the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. But to them who are outside, it has not been given. Praise the Lord. In other words, when we understand that worship is a mystery, then we begin to appreciate the fact that not everyone will truly understand the significance or the benefits of what it means to truly worship God. Hallelujah. And so we begin to understand that if worship is a mystery, then we need understanding to be able to embrace what true worship is all about. And I said here that understanding is the key to unveiling every mystery. Praise the Lord. The Bible says in the book of Proverbs 4, it says wisdom is good. However, that wisdom is of no benefit if it is void of understanding. Praise God, because it is understanding that helps you and I to know what next to do. Praise the Lord. And I say that understanding is what transforms a mystery into revelation. Praise God, because the reality of it is that what? Revelation is all we need to know what to do. Praise God. And I say that revelation is what confers mastery on every believer. This is a very good example of what revelation can do to the life of any man. The Bible tells us in the life of Jesus, when you read the book of John chapter 6, John chapter 6, Jesus was presented with a challenge. Praise God. Every time you're confronted with a challenge, not knowing what to do, the prayer that you must begin to ask the Holy Spirit is what? I need revelation. Because when you understand what to do, it no longer becomes a challenge. Praise God. A challenge only exists when you do not know or do not have a solution to that challenge. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I hope I'm making sense. Praise the Lord. And so here, Jesus was confronted with a challenge here. And the Bible says that after these things, that Jesus went over to the Sea of Galilee, which is the Sea of Tiberias. And then a multitude followed him because they saw his signs, which he performed on those who were deceased. And Jesus went up on the mountain and there he sat with his disciples. And the verse 4, it says, Now the Passover, a feast of the Jews, was near. And then Jesus lifted his eyes, seeing a great multitude coming toward him, said to Philip, Where shall we buy bread that these may eat? A challenge. But the Bible says in the verse 6 that what? But this he said to test Philip, for he himself knew what he would do. Praise God. He himself knew what he would do. The revelation and what was that revelation that if anything was to multiply it is not based on what what is available praise god that thanksgiving was the mystery for every increase you see in the kingdom of god because the bible said that when the boy gave jesus his two fish and five loaves praise god the bible said that the very first thing jesus did was to do what give thanks in other words thanksgiving is that revelation that Jesus understood that brought about the increase for the bread and five loaves. Uh, sorry, the bread and the fishes. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. And so today then we begin to look at what then is worship. What then is worship? And from my research, I came to understand that worship is a combination of just two words. Worth and ship. 
Praise the Lord. In other words, it's a display of what, what you value or the worth of God to you. In other words, you tend to worship what you value. Praise the Lord. You tend to what? Worship what you value. And I said here that it's meant to ascribe or declare the worth of something or to, a pla or to place value in the thing that is being honored. And by the grace of God, I've been looking at what honor is all throughout this month. And I said that to worship then is to lift up the Lord, to declare his value, to, and to declare his value and to place your life under his lordship. Now, the reality of it is that many a times, even in the order of service for us as a church, we have a time slot for praise and worship. But the essence of it is that you must understand that worship is personal praise the Lord that if we are saying that worship is worth praise God then you must understand that what worth is relative am I making sense praise the Lord perhaps I'm giving for instance this phone here I spent I'm just giving an example I spent 50 pounds buying this phone now that 50 pounds is not all I have and so for that reason the phone may not be much to me but somebody else will buy this phone for the same price 50 pounds but that 50 pound was all they had praise god now you don't need to tell me who would value this phone the most praise god and so you understand that when you are talking about the subject of worship and worshiping god you must understand that what it is not a collective thing it must be personal and so the question this morning that we're going to be asking is what what is god worth to you because when you truly understand who god is and what he is to you then you begin to place a premium on what you're doing praise the lord am i making sense praise the lord because what worship is what is an expression of worth praise god and i said here that in our place of honor we have been discussing say that what in the bible the, the word honor simply means to assign high value to something or someone that's why the bible says that what god was regarding to david as a man after his own heart praise god as a man after his own heart you know someone said here that worth is an inward feeling and an outward action that reflects the worth of god praise the lord it's an inward feeling and an outward action that reflects what the worth of god the bible said that for those who were in um in the book of acts of apostles for the christians that the only way they could know they were christians by virtue of the way they lived their lives praise god and so there was no need to guess it was a thing that was evident by their outward actions praise god and this is time for us to reflect yes we have gathered that we would worship the lord we are as a church we are only creating a platform or an atmosphere for worship however that is not worship because what it must be what an inward thing that brings about an outward action praise the name of the lord hallelujah then i began to that word that the only instrument that would enable us to worship god effectively the only instrument that would help me and help you to worship god effectively is the heart Oftentimes, I have said it here that the greatest asset any believer can have is not your money. 
is not your intellect is not your mind is not your resources it's your heart because why when you're dealing with God God does not look at the outward appearance praise God if it was based on beauty then perhaps we will say that those who are the most beautiful are the ones who worship God the most if it was based on money then perhaps we will say that Jeff Bezos has the the most capacity to worship God praise God however what it's a thing of the heart and Jesus made that clear because the Bible said that what Jesus took his disciples to the temple and they were looking at the offerings people were putting and a rich man came and gave of his riches but there was a widow who came and gave her all and the Bible says that what this lady was the one that Jesus acknowledged that has truly worshipped the Lord. In other words, it's a thing of the heart. And therefore, if your heart is pure, then you have the true capacity to worship the Lord effectively. This is why the David would always keep saying, Lord, search my heart. If you find anything in it, please deal with it. Praise God. Because he realized that if I'm going to truly worship God, my heart must be pure. Because it is possible to worship God with your mouth, but your heart is not in it. So when you come to church and they say, let us lift up holy hands, everybody can lift their hands. Some can do it out of respect, but there is no sincerity or intent or meaning to what they are doing. Praise the name of the Lord. That's why the Bible says here, Matthew 15, verse 8 and 9, Jesus was lamenting and he said that these people, they draw nigh unto me with their mouth and honoreth me with their lips. But what? Their heart is far from me. All God is seeking for is your heart. In the book of Proverbs, he says, my son, he did not say give me your money. He did not say give me your time. He only asked, he said, give me what? Your heart. Because if I have your heart, I have your own. Praise God. Because if God has your heart, he has what? Your own. Because the Bible said, I want out of the abundance of thy heart. Everything that emanates in your life is a true reflection of your heart. Praise the name of the Lord. And here he said that what? But in vain they worship me, teaching the doctrines of men as the commandments of God. Hallelujah. It is highly important that when you come to a place of worship, not just in church, but in your own personal time. Because many a times we mistake worship to be the song. No. The song is only an instrument for worship or it only aids us to worship. But what God needs for that worship to make meaning is what? Your heart. Praise God. And someone said this that I, as I begin to round up. She said that we don't worship God in the quest of getting something from God. It becomes nothing but flattery. How many of us like flattery here? I don't like it. If you want something from me, just be upfront. There's no need to butter me up. There's no need. Praise God. Because you can see through people. At least you can discern. It's almost like when they come up, you go to your parents, trying to all butter them up. Oh, you're the best dad in the whole world. You didn't know before. But, but all of a sudden, just to get something, then you're saying, oh, just, they will end up saying, what do you want? Praise God. That's flattery. And here she said that what? It becomes nothing but flattery. But rather, worship is a response to what? Worth. 
he said in other words when we worship our god he would inspect our hearts first the other benefits that we tend to expect because we lift up our feeble hands and shout with our weak voices are worthless if our hearts are not right with god my sisters and my brothers when we offer god our true worship we are inviting him to inspect our hearts for anything that is not like him this is the promise of worship we can be transformed into god's likeness because he would reveal the truth about the condition of our hearts as we worship him praise god as we worship him god begins to expose the weaknesses of your heart this is why i say that your heart is the most essential thing as being a christian that's why you must guard it with all diligence praise the name of the lord hallelujah and so what are what are the methods of worship because that is why we have come today what are the methods of worship and i said that worship can be expressed through one singing and so it is not in the song because you see the bible said that is anyone merry let him what sing why you're singing is because you are merry in your heart praise god and so when your heart is full of appreciation to god the natural thing that would proceed forth is what singing this is why you must truly understand when we are singing songs it is not just in the song but is in the manner and in the mode through which you are offering that song unto the lord hallelujah and i said that worship can be expressed in service that is why if you're in church and you're serving in any capacity you are worshiping god now someone will say oh does it mean that when i clean the toilet i'm serving i'm worshiping god absolutely because the bible says that what whatsoever your hand findeth to do do it what with all your might because you do it not unto man but unto who unto the lord praise god number three can be expressed through giving and other platforms so long as what it is what god centered or god driven and i said here that until the heart is pure and god centered it has what no meaning it has no meaning and so what then is the purpose of worship the purpose of worship is simple intimacy god wants to know you god wants to reveal himself to you and that is the reason why we worship why because in the place of worship is the place of exchange we are exchanging our weaknesses and our frailties and we are embracing the strength of god we are exchanging our failures and we are embracing the victory he has obtained on the cross of calvary for you and i when we worship we are giving the lord our challenges trusting him that he's able to bring a solution to that particular thing that we are going through and so when god is inviting us to worship this morning i want us to have this understanding because the bible says that what come unto me all ye who labor and are heavy laden and what i will give you rest he did not end there he said what take my yoke upon you praise god and learn from me for what i am gentle and lowly in heart and it says only then will you truly find rest for your soul are you tired are you without hope are you overwhelmed as a result of the things you are going through 
my challenge to you this morning is Jesus is saying come and that invitation is in the place of worship and so when you have this understanding it is backed up your heart is pure then you will be amazed with what God will do in your life so therefore if you are going to honor this invitation this morning why don't you bow your heads with me and just begin to invite Jesus to your heart the reality of it is that he is the only one that you need he's the only one who has the ability and the capacity to bring about a change that you desire Jesus is saying come unto me come unto me come unto me if your desire is to know the Lord this morning all I'm asking is for you to just say Jesus come into my heart come into my heart a song says on to Jesus I surrender all to thee 